In October 1989, 43 women around the world gave birth. None of these women had been pregnant when the day first began. How much do you want for it? I have adopted six children. Gifted with abilities far beyond the ordinary. I give you the Umbrella Academy. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Today we are discussing the Umbrella Academy. I believe the Umbrella Academy was created by Gerald Way. The original Umbrella Academy is actually based on an American comic book series. Um... The Umbrella Academy Apocalypse Suite, um, um, Umbrella Academy Dallas, and the Umbrella Academy Hotel Oblivion. And these were all released between 2007 and and 2018. Um, So after all of that, Netflix had, uh, had had enough in July 2015 and said that we have to have this under our belt. And so I believe it was 2015 that they announced that uh, they were going to bring the Umbrella Academy to Netflix, which is probably one of the smarter things to do, given uh, their situation with Marvel and Disney Um, and the fact that they're losing so much uh, of... uh, of that side of the market, I guess they don't, they, they're losing a lot of, uh, properties that have a good place to be filled that do need to be filled like comic, comic book properties. Um, so yeah, let me do a quick synopsis of this and we'll get this thing rolling on the road, right on the road. Um, Okay, so the Umbrella Academy synopsis. First off, I think this is one of the best pilots I've seen in a long time. It just shows uh, it shows great storytelling. It's it, the cinem- cinematography is great. I really enjoyed this first episode. Technically, I thought it was it was done really well. The action's done really really smoothly. Um, some of the graphics, uh, not so much. Well, some of the graphics could could use some work. Um, let me think. The pacing in this, the pacing in this is what I was probably alluring to when I said by the numbers. It always felt like they are like, okay, we need to do this, we need to do this, we need to do this. But it just, I don't know. There's a lot of information you have to convey in an hour, and so um, I think they absolutely nailed it with this show. Um, I would recommend it if you're the slightest bit interested uh, in like comic book style um, alternative history shows. Um, This is focused around a disbanded group of superheroes that reunite after their adoptive father who trained them to save the world dies. So... We learn very quickly about uh, the world building in this, and I think this 
episode does a fantastic job with the world building, with the exception of maybe one or two things. Um, let me see. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. We have Ellen Page as Vanya, and she really, really sells pretty much anything she's in. So I knew having her on board was, was going to be good. But uh, we also have these other individuals who play the siblings. Emmy Raver Lampman plays Allison. Aiden Gallagher plays number five. Robert Sheehan plays Klaus. Um, let me see. And uh, Tom Hopper plays Luther. David Castiana plays Diego. Um, and these are people I'm not totally um, familiar with. Like these aren't big names that I'm I'm I'm, I'm, ve- I'm very familiar with. They got Adam Godley to play Pogo. <laughs> oh my gosh, jeez. Uh, okay, so in column four as Sir Reginald Hargraves, I think I might have said that. Um, but yeah, so. Basically, there's this big band of misfits that have all come together, want to know what happened to their father, and apparently their father was like a Jeff Bezos-type guy that was trying to uh, bring all of these quote-unquote superhero kids together, kind of like in an X-Men-style group, and uh, run a superhero academy or something like that i don't know it was it, it's not a hundred percent sure it's not a hundred percent um explained but we get a lot of information in this um and from a non-spoiler point of view um it's uh it it's extremely interesting i would say i don't know what i don't know really what you want me to say after it's it's interesting it's compelling it's 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 got great world building the pacing the action it all works there's some pretty good comedy and I honestly if it was just a tad bit scary I think scarier than I think I would be like 200% on board but I mean it's uh it's not really a dark um comic even though it says it is um from what I can tell it's not too dark it's just you know a little bit of death here and there it doesn't hurt anybody but um with the with the storyline I mean how many comics don't have you know featured that type of stuff in it but anyways I do think this is worth a watch. I'm sorry if that was a little bit all over the place for uh, a review of a non-spoiler review. It's so much easier to talk in the spoilers uh, section because you're just like, oh, blah, 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 this, that, that, and happens, everything happens. Um, so, yeah. So, let me talk about um, the first episode of the Umbrella Academy and spoiler, the spoiler section. Um, before we leave... Um, yeah, I would definitely check this out. I like just you know pause this, go check it out, and run back because I think this is probably going to be worth your time. At least the first episode is just because it's technically it's done technically really well, and uh, the director I think it was Peter Hoare. I I don't I've never heard this guy before. Um, apparently, he's a director of Doctor Who and Altered Carbon and Daredevil, so he's definitely in the Netflix. Uh, 
uh, canon, and yeah, he's done a lot of Netflix stuff, actually, now that I'm looking at it. He's done uh, Umbrella Academy, Altered Carbon, The Defenders, The Kingdom, Iron Fist, unfortunately. Um, yeah, he, he's done a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, I thought he did a really great job directing this first episode of uh, The Umbrella Academy. I really don't understand why they call it the umbrella academy except for they had umbrellas in like one scene and they got tattoos of them i mean it it's uh i don't know i don't know well let me uh let's talk in spoilers we're in the spoiler section now get out of here if you didn't you didn't watch this or if you just don't give a sheet um let me see let me see i thought visually this was done really well i i love the superhero mask they have and in the way that they explain the world and do these flashbacks of when they're younger and they have these dope powers and it looks like they speed the uh they turn the frames up on the camera to like 120 or 2 240 or whatever the hell so that it's like ultra fast cuz it it looks a little bit different when they're um fighting just like the the camera style changes um one thing i really liked about this was uh the different I don't know, the different styles of uh, camera work that were happening. It sorts a little bit Wes Anderson-y-ish, you know, kind of have everything in particular in this neat spot here and there. You know, this has to be over here, this has to be over here. Um, very symmetrical is what I would say. Um, but then it kind of shifted a little bit more into... Uh, Matthew Vaughn style action, uh, but it also had really good editing. I, I think you know Matthew Matthew Vaughn has pretty good editing as well. But I, this had great editing along with some comedic chops. I mean, I mean, whoever were the writers and um, producers on this first, whoever was putting this first episode together, really was was thinking about it. I think Steve Blackman was the person that. Uh, created this um, along with Jeremy Slater, um, so and they are credited as the main writers. So, yeah, I I I, I don't have many complaints about this uh, this first episode, which is pretty good for a, a pilot. You know, it's a lot easier to go off and say, "Oh, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks." But I thought all of the characters are are fleshed out in a way that make. Um, make you understand where they're coming from. There's a lot of characters, so you have to do a lot of lifting in all of this. And for one hour, I felt like we learned a ton of information. I mean, we find out, like, uh, Allison's backstory. She's, like, famous or something like that, and she's going through a bad divorce. Um, Diego, uh, I don't know about him. I don't really know about him, actually. Klaus is a drug addict, and he's kind of crazy and flamboyant, and he's probably going to be the comedic, time uh the dramatic and comedic uh guy that's gonna be there um Aiden Gallagher is number five he's probably my favorite besides uh Ellen Page um Aiden Gallagher is known for Nickelodeon stuff primarily and modern family um, but I thought he does a number five 
does a really great job. Aiden Gallagher does an excellent job having to portray uh, like a 52, 58-year-old man or something in a 13-year-old's body. I, I don't know how old he is, actually. I think he's probably more like 15 or 16. But, um, but uh, yeah, he's an, he's an excellent actor, and he needs to be definitely watched for uh, upcoming episodes and whatnot. Um, Tom Hopper is, what the hell is he doing? I, I was like, who the hell is Tom Hopper? And then I fucking realized it. It's the fucking mountain in uh, the uh, Game of Thrones. And uh, sorry, not, not not the mountain. What the fuck am I thinking? Dickon. It's Dickon Tarly. It's, uh, uh, what's his face's brother in uh, Game of Thrones? Uh, Sam Tarly's brother, uh, Dickon, plays... Uh, plays Luther. So I was like, where the hell have I seen this guy before? He looks definitely familiar. And uh, we also find out that, uh, oh, I forgot to say, Luther is a massive fucking dude. We don't know what the hell's going on. He has like some steroid problems or something. He's just a big fucking motherfucker. And uh, Klaus, he, um, Klaus basically is a drug addict, and I think he sees the dead. And um, Diego, and I, I, we think Klaus is one of their brothers at the very end. Um, and Diego, he's, he's like bullseye from Daredevil. I mean, he can like aim and hit anything at any time, I guess. I don't know. Um, and then we have, who do we have next? We have Ellen Page that apparently has no powers, which I absolutely don't believe for a second. I feel like she's probably the most powerful of all. And, you know, there's don't, there's just that type of thing. And she's got to unlock the powers or something like that. I don't know. Um, so I'd say that uh, Adam God Godly as Pogo was probably my biggest gripe of of the show. And it's not his performance as is the motion capture or anything. It's the fact that we have a monkey among amongst us, and nobody seems to have anything to say about it. Like is. This uh, did, did the monocle guy did the 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 father did did he bring a monkey to life? Is that what I'm actually hearing right now? And why is that not being talked about? What I mean for all the world building that's happening, are there other monkeys? Are there other animals? The the entire mansion was filled with uh, uh, taxidermy, uh, you know, animals just stuffed everywhere, and so. It's like, does Pogo not have anything to say about that? Or, you know, is it going to make him uncomfortable? I, you know, stuff like that. Like, uh, you know, that that would make me a little bit uncomfortable, I guess, if I was a talking monkey. I'd be like, what about, you know, the, the horns, the, the, the heads, the, the heads on the walls, the animal heads on the walls and the stuffed everything everywhere? You know, that, I mean, I don't know. Um so yeah, that was my only question about that. Um, let me see. Oh yeah, Klaus, uh, no, number five tells us that he went to the furthest he could in the future and that the world is going to end in eight days, which gives us a definitive timeline of why the fuck we should watch this. So I guess it's, we need to watch this so that we can figure out how they're not going to, how they're going to save the world kind of thing. But always the thing about saving the world is when you save the world, how you how do you go bigger? You you can't go bigger than the world. So it's like, damn it, why do you got to go to always save the world? So um, I kind of only wish that it wasn't the entire world. I wish it was like a certain place or, uh, you know, something that they knew they could do. It's like, what are you going to do? Just blanket the whole world and they'll all be good. It's like, I, I, like it, it doesn't appear that any of their abilities 
single-handedly can stop the end of the world from happening, and we don't even know what causes it at this point. So, um, yeah, I think they they do an excellent job hooking you in, to giving you giving you reasons to give a shit about these people, and uh, they they make it a fun ride while you're doing it. And I think that's what's probably most important. Um, I'm not crazy about it being ten episodes, but. Um, We'll see if they can sustain a 10-episode series. I'm already starting to begin to think that maybe an 8-episode series, just because, I'd honestly, I like it tighter and more fast-paced than slower and having extra to do. Because, I don't know, there's just so much to watch, and I just don't want to have to, uh, you know, put push things back. So, um, yeah, I, I, I enjoy the hell out of the Umbrella Academy, and if you kept on listening to this for some reason and you hadn't even watch the first episode like what the fuck are you doing like get on that shit um i would already say that this is probably an eight out of ten almost nine out of ten if um one or two things could have been tweaked but um yeah it was it was solid i had a lot of fun watching it and i can't wait to watch more episodes of it um thank you for listening lucky dog podcast check us out we got tons of other podcasts coming down the tube um, because I have no idea when I'm gonna drop this one, I might just drop it like it's hot. So I'll just let you know what we have um, coming down the tubes uh, real quick. We have F is for Family. We've done a podcast on conversations with a killer, the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix. We also covered you on Netflix, the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix, M Night Shyamalan's Glass. Also checked out. 2018's Blind Spotting. That was one movie that hardly anyone saw. One of the best movies of the year. It made my top 10. I'll tell you right there. So go ahead, check one of those out, and then check the podcast out, and then rate, review, and subscribe. You know what to do. You know what to do. Lucky Dog Podcast. Thank you for listening and always being a loyal listener to the Lucky Dog Podcast. Thank you. We could not do it without you as the listener. Season 1, Episode 2. I decided I wanted to add on just a little bit more to my original podcast. So this is going to cover Episode 2 of The Umbrella Academy. Run, boy, run. After sharing the story of his time travel with Vanya... Five hunts for the owner of a fake eye. But two mysterious assassins are on his trail. So, after watching the second episode, I'm definitely confirmed I'm going to finish the season. It's, uh, it, it's a solid watch. It's, uh, it's got some real cinematic value to it the the places they're putting this guy um five um look legit they they're really selling this apocalyptic scene um 
Aiden Gallagher, who plays number five. I mean, he's, he's selling the shit out of this. I, th- I think he's an up-and-coming star now. I think he's probably the biggest breakout of this new um, show. I'd say that um, this episode was smooth for a, a second episode. I didn't feel like it, it was quite... I'm pretty sure it was 58 minutes, but it really didn't feel like 58 minutes, in my opinion. It felt like because there's so many different storylines we have to go through... You have to, um, we get to unfold these different narratives at, at, in different structures. And they had, they, they did it pretty good. And they always have this, uh, I don't, I like to say it's like a 20 minute mark action scene with somebody. And it's, uh, it's kind of consistent with how they were doing it originally with the, uh, the first episode. So, uh, like mic drop after mic drop. And one thing I didn't mention about the first episode was the fact that, uh, I was wondering why did uh, the what is his name the uh, the father what is Sir something or another Jesus I don't know what his name is Sir Reginald Hargraves I don't know I'm gonna call him Pops we'll call the old man Pops <laughs> yeah I I was wondering why Pops' wife was not aging at all. It seemed like I was like, what what the hell is going on with her? And it was like everyone else in the scenes are aging. And then we've, we get the slow reveal that she is a robot. And it makes sense because her, her circuits are malfunctioning or whatever the hell. And um, this is mostly recap from episode one that I didn't capture. But, um, yeah, I was just like, whoa, that's a, that's a pretty big mic drop. So this second episode... We had Aiden Gillian's uh, number five character started out talking about his uh, time travel um, excursion and how it kind of unfolded. Um, and we get a real background um, episode with this guy. I think he has probably probably one of the more stronger uh, narrative storylines. So it's just visually interesting to start off with his. Um, I, I loved the editing they did when he was first going through the different timelines, and eventually it, it takes him straight to the uh, apocalyptic timeline. And the apocalyptic timeline is like, damn, it's fucked. And um, by now, I I would have expected you have to have seen episode two, so I'm going to talk about the spoilers as well. Um, we also see... It's just episode two spoilers. Um, nothing more. Um, I was really surprised to see all of the characters dead at the very end. Um, and who's was carrying the eye happened to be number one. Um, Luther, I think his name is. Um, but it, 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 we get the slow reveal at the very end um, that everyone died. And you know that I mean that, that that's not good. So we got to definitely avoid that. Um, and I'm a little bit confused as to the timeline because I thought at one point that number five was in the future so far ahead that he lived for there for 45 years or something like that. But yet the world's going to end in eight days. It, it 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 it's funky to me. I don't understand what what what's going on. Um, like how he has years of experience, but yet the world's supposed to end in eight days. That doesn't it doesn't jive with me. I don't I don't really understand what's going on. Um, 
So that was the second episode. We got this these these two hitmen, um, and I guess a, like these assassins. Sorry, um, that come after number five, and uh, that was pretty. That was pretty funny. I uh, I enjoyed their banter. Um, I wasn't expecting them to be as uh, funny as they were. Um, what else? What else? Uh, I had a couple notes down. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, I didn't really talk about the script being that good, but I, I could really tell in the second episode where the script was uh, working. I mean, when the hitmen were, were just talking back and forth, or the assassins, I keep calling hitmen. Uh, I, I don't know if that's supposed to be hitmen for or hit women, or I, I, I don't know. But uh, that when the assassins were complaining about losing dental and stuff like that, it's like, what the fuck? It's like they're just having this casual conversation as if they're doing normal jobs, and <laughs> and uh, it, 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 it's hilarious. Um, so I also realized number five can only. Um, teleport on certain occasions i'm not really sure what the deal is if he can't teleport with something in with him or something like heavy um i also did not uh i'm, I'm kind of doing a little couple uh, topics there small small things i forgot in the first episode um bear with me um the umbrella academy exists in the world in their world i thought that was pretty interesting i didn't, I didn't get to talk about that the first episode the um the actual Umbrella Academy is a real entity. It'd be like, it would be, I guess it is like the X-Men calling themselves X-Men. So the Umbrella Academy is not just the name of the show. It's actually the name of the the individuals in the show, um, in, the, in the team, um, and I guess the family. Mm. Oh, we... Get some quick flashback editing with, uh, what's the name? Clue or what, what's that? Clues? Claws? Whatever the hell his name is. Yeah, Claws. Um, Robert Sheehan looks like he's enjoying the hell out of this, uh, portrayal of Claws. I'm, I'm curious if this guy's always looking like this. I don't think he is. Uh, yeah, I don't, to my knowledge, he's not. But he looks—he looks crazy in this, and he looks like he's enjoying it a lot. I'd like to see this guy in something else. And when he's always shuffling money in and out of his pants, like Jesus, dude, that's so gross. <laughs> um, let me see what else we got um, under the topics. Um, oh, we find out Diego is a possible former cop, and he used to date one. Um, that's kind of interesting, I guess. I mean, it really would explain his detective skills and all that, or, or what he's trying to do there. And, uh, it kind of gives him more of a daredevil angle. Um, I always kind of was associating this guy in the more daredevil-esque world because of his, the action, but now he's actually doing some detective work too, so he's really fitting into that mold. Um, Allison is not creeped out that her father was recording like the entire house and Pogo knew about it, which shame on you, Pogo. Uh, like, and we know from the first episode that he was uh, recording them in the 
uh, oh, while they were sleeping and stuff like that. And it was just fucking weird. Like, when did this guy stop doing this? And, like, I, I, I'm anxious to see if we get to see the breakup of the Umbrella Academy because it, it seems that we definitely missed a major part of what what made them disperse. And it sounds like it might even have something to do with uh, Vanya's um, book. It sounded like the book might have touched on some sensitive subjects that especially Allison didn't want to talk about. Um, And it seems, even in the first episode, that it's very apparent that the children are much more being they're like specimens or something to you know like he's testing them and he's like using them as subjects and stuff like that and he's doesn't really treat them with that much respect and i kind of get that he's leaving vanya out on the side so that he can uh groom her or something you know a little bit better to be you know the the leader of the pack or because she doesn't quote unquote have powers which i like again i i, I said that Earlier that um, I don't believe she doesn't have powers. You know, she's everyone knows she's going to have something. I mean, it's and it's going to be like the most powerful of all. Or something. I don't know. Um, I wonder if it's going to be mind reading or flying or both. Or you know, it's like that. That tends to be like the the biggest ones. I feel like. Um, oh, the the CG on Pogo um, looks pretty good. Looks pretty good for a TV. I would say, especially for Netflix. Um, I mean, he's not on screen terribly that much, so. They can save budget with that. Um, and he's kind of got this, like, Yoda-esque, like, vibe about him. I don't know. He's got this, like, old, wise master kind of thing. And he's, like, kind of the father they never had, except he's a monkey and a butler or something like that. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah. And they they really didn't seem to have any real central figure. And it, it was hard to tell when Pogo became part of the Umbrella Academy itself. So... There's still a lot to be, a lot of questions to be answered, and a lot more information to be narratively flowed to us. I mean, we want to, we want to see some dope stuff. That's what, that's all I gotta say. And I'd say that this, this was a really great episode when it came to the visuals, all the action. Both action scenes were done pretty, really, really good. Both with number five, it doesn't seem like anyone else wants to do any action scenes. Now I think about it, um, but maybe this was just because it was uh, his. Uh, primary episode i wonder if we're going to go through like uh each by each uh, in an episode by episode who's going to have uh you know more of a predominant role and i you know, that's probably going to be my guess and maybe like the the latter half of the season they're all going to come together for some sort of major you know um event and um that, that, that those are my those are those are my predictions honestly i mean if you want anything more than that then you have to you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, we went out last night, and I'm just fucking exhausted right now. I'm just like, I, I, I was like, I'll get on the bike and just ramble about something. Maybe somebody interested about the Netflix uh, Umbrella Academy, then they'll want to get on and check it out as well. So, all right, Joe. Um, you know what to do. Reach and subscribe. We need the full force of the Academy. Bingo. Yay, sisters. Yay, sisters.
we're going. Where? Save the world. Oh, is that all? 